Welcome to the Sports Film Pitch, where we bring amazing true stories and pitch them to you as the next great sports movie. I'm your host, Ethan Reese, a sports historian and movie quote expert, and I am bringing you this great combo of sports and movies. We all love sports movies like Rudy, Moneyball, Remember the Titans. And all of these movies are based off true stories. And they all started with a pitch. And that is where we are starting. Because there are so many more true stories out there that could be made into the next great blockbuster. We're going to give you the casting so you can visualize these characters as we tell you the amazing story. And then we're going to finish it off with a great parody theme at the end. So stick around. And now is time for the pitch. In a world where women are not equal, one Australian will come to India to bring equality to Ultimate Frisbee. Sports Film Pitch presents Ultimate India, coming this Thursday. Ultimate India. Who are we going to cast in this great epic tale? Now, we're going to focus on two main characters for the story. There's going to be end up being a lot of characters because, you know, it's a large team for India of about 24 players. And of course, coaching staff, managers, everything like that that goes into having a national team. And... So that's very difficult to focus on when you have a large team. So we're going to focus on two main characters, the coach, Dan Rule, and the captain of the team, Sahara. Sorry if I mispronounced that last name. There is many vowels and long letters is uh, a difficult last name that I've never seen before. So sorry about that, Sahara. But... You are a great character in this movie. So we're going to focus on these two main characters, get a coaching perspective and a player's perspective as the leader of the players. And I think that's really going to be helping this storyline connect the team and the coach together. Because this is going to be a little bit of a fish-out-of-water story. If you've ever seen Up in the Air with Kevin Bacon or any, any movie where you know you take a guy from one place and put him in another country where he has to learn it, that's learn their customs, their culture, everything like that. That's what this movie is going to really be about. Dan Rule, but you can probably guess by the name, is not from India. He he is a white guy, and he is actually from Australia. And so he's going to come in and really boost this a little bit more. They they're trying to grow ultimate, or one 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 area is trying to grow ultimate in the Indian culture for multiple reasons. You know, soccer and cricket are very big in India. In India, you know, there's not a whole lot of money for the entire location. Yeah, they're a big economy, but that's because they have a billion people. Doesn't mean they're in great financial um, area. And an ultimate frisbee is really a cheap sport. Buy a frisbee, you can play. That's That's all you need to play frisbee. Just like you buy a soccer ball, you can play it. So you don't need a whole lot of extra equipment or things like that. There's things you can add, like cleats, 
and gloves and things like that, but you don't need them, and many people don't. It's like you don't need them. So they bring Dan in because he, you know, he's had success in Australian level. They have a very good culture there for Ultimate. They have a very good national team, and he's been part of that. And they're really looking to grow it. And so what we really need is a strong Australian type. And I may surprise you here with this one. This one, I didn't even know this guy was Australian. I was doing my research for it, and I had no idea he was Australian. But he looks a lot like Dan Rule, has that, you know, a bit, bit of a boxy face. And, you know, he can be very imposing and very um, much like you look up to him or you want to follow him. And that is Dart. And we're going to cast Dicker Montgomery. And he is most known for is Stranger Things. In season three, he plays Billy. You know, the character that the big character at the end that gets that gets killed and his, you know, his sister's watching. He's the he's a kind of bully machismo hitting on all the the old women who almost has an affair with one of the moms you know that guy that's what he's most known for but he's also been in many other things most recently he was in the elvis documentary as one of the producers for one of his great specials that he had and you know he was also in a couple scenes of the stranger things last season as well but he's, he's a growing actor. He's gaining more popularity. And he's going to be a guy that, you know, is going to be in demand. And has that great Australian accent, athletic build, can really look like an ultimate player. Ultimate players are usually thinner, but very muscular too. you got a thin, muscular frame. And, you know, he Dan Rule is kind of a stockier looking guy. And that's that's kind of how uh, Darcy Degray is. That's kind of how Montgomery is. So he he he's a perfect fit. Can do the accent. Can be a le- can be a leader and really take this character and go. And net and who we're gonna cast as Sahara. I'm not even gonna try her last name anymore. Sorry, but Sahara, we're gonna cast we're gonna cast Naomi Scott. She is you know up and coming even too. But he's, she's been in some big films. She's been in Aladdin as Jasmine. She has that great song, new song, I Won't Be Silent. And that kind of really, what led me to her, you know, that that leader, the one that I'm, I'm not going to be silent. She She's a very vocal leader, and she's going to be very vocal in this. But she's also been in other things. You know, she was in the Power Rangers remake as Kimberly. So she's playing all the 90s hits, <laughs> of course. And so she, she's very much a seasoned actress. She's got some TV shows under her belt as well. Um, and, and it's it's nice to see a character like that, you know, getting these two actors that are getting you know stuff under their belt and becoming more famous, and they're young, and that's really important because these this is a under twenty three year old team. Everyone on the team is under 23, so they're all young. And she's she's a young actress. She's 20, she's 29. She's young. Montgomery's a young guy, too. And, and Dan was young. He was in his 20s while he coached the team. He's a very young guy as well. 
So even though he was older, he's still in his 20s and leading this team. So they're they're young. And so that's very hard to find good young actors that have clout. And these two have clout. You know their faces. You like recognize them. Like, that looks familiar, you know. Oh, she was in Aladdin. Oh, he's that guy from Stranger Things. So these characters going to have that punch to go. You recognize them and increase the story, which is a very interesting story and kind of fish out of water story in two ways. You know, you got... Dan going out into a new country, and then you got everyone from India going to a new country to play in the championships. So all fish out of water, new sport, everything. And these these two actors are going to take this and go over the top. You had Frisbees around, but they were not being used for a sport they were just being used to throw around and one man anish maybe that's how you say <laughs> some of these names are going to be very difficult for me but they go they call him ant that's his kind of name and he he discovers this game during his travels and he wants to grow it in his region in his area of india which is the northern part of india and he creates a local team called the Dreamcatchers that, you know, play around and they get more and more people involved in the game. And more and more other teams start to get involved. And he actually enjoyed the rugby program in Calcutta. And the reason he joins is to have more of a reach. Rugby is more known in the area and that way he has more of a reach to other people that like sports. And he eventually comes kind of well off or in a good situation. And they start this whole program with youth sports in mind. And so this program becomes very vital to what they want to do. And ultimately becomes very involved in what he wants. And so he's kind of pitching India on this whole story that we want to grow this sport because of one thing, the spirit of the game, which is a phrase in the rule book for ultimate. That's so much about sportsmanship and so much to allow players to govern themselves and work disputes out amongst themselves. So there's not anger at an official or anything like that. It's the enjoyment of the game. And this is very much something he wants to grow in India overall. And so he's pitching India sports that this is going to be a great thing for our country. And eventually, you know, he gets over 250 villages involved in these sports. And this would be in the epilogue at the end because this becomes around 2018-19 that he gets these numbers. But our story takes place in 2015. He's trying to grow India's presence worldwide in the ultimate scene. So he calls up a man in Australia. In Australia, they're down under and they're ready to come up to India and teach the game of ultimate like they teach how to wrestle crocodiles. Terrible accent. I know. So they call up this guy, Dan Rule. He, he's a a great player in Australia. Australia has a really good Australian program. 
and he's involved in that program and involved in the coaching of that program. So he, he calls him up and says, I want to grow this. I want to grow this into an area where we can compete in the world and our country can love this sport even more because of what it's based around. So Dan, Dan agrees to go to a place he has no idea what's about. So remember, Dan is Montgomery Billy from Stranger Things, and he's going to come up and he's going into a foreign land, very much fish out of water, white guy amongst multiple, multiple people of Middle East New descent, and stands out like a sore thumb. Accent stands out like a sore thumb. <laughs> and though English is spoken a lot in India, it's not the main language, and there are multiple languages. So he can't just learn one language. So he's constantly trying to ask people for help. He he has a team with him, and, and part of his team is having translators as well. But that's not the main thing. And so Dan goes into this meeting with, you know, Ant and all these other Indian officials, and then he tells them that, you know, through the research he's done, mixed under 23 is where our can they're going to have the best opportunity to compete. And one reason he wants to do this is because India is not very known for having the greatest rights for women and the greatest opportunities for women. And he wants to offer this opportunity because Ultimate is very unique that there's a lot of mixed male and females playing together, which is not normal in many sports. The only other sport I can think of is tennis has mixed doubles, but that's about it. There's not a whole lot of other major sports that have this. So he wants to have a team that's mixed because there are a lot of women that play this because they, a lot of people in the country, very structured and cultural lies that women don't play sports. And because women don't play sports, they don't allow them the opportunity to play soccer, cricket, anything like that. But because Frisbee isn't thought of as a sport, they allow them to play that. Even though it is a sport, the country, the overall culture thinks it's a toy. In some ways it can be, but when you make that toy a sport, then it's a sport. A football is just a football until you get a team around and play. So... That's kind of the analogy of it. And so there, there's a large amount of women that play it. And so it's evil. they're able to produce a quality team in this. And they're able to have success because these women are very good and can compete at the highest level. So they start holding tryouts. You know, it's a typical montage going tryouts and tryouts. And you see all of these kids coming out to play because they want to play for India. They want to have India on their just you know representing india in this championship that's how they advertise you're going to represent india at this world champions and that's that's crazy that they can do this even though it's a sport that you know not in the olympics not nationally known they still get to represent india at a stage that's worldwide so they're doing these things and most of these kids are not wearing shoes they're playing in dirt they're they're aren't the best conditions, but you still see the talent overall. One person really stands out is Zahar. 
and that is Naomi Scott's character, Jasmine from Aladdin. She is really standing out. Not only because she's a good player, but she's very vocal on the field, and that allows him to really take a shine to her and like notice that she is really going to be someone that can lead, which is not common. You don't have a whole lot of leaders in India that are female, and she is able to lead on the field. So they hold all these tryouts, they narrow down, they go from you know over 200 to 100 to 50 down to 24. And some of this is, you know, they get some because they are able just to do it. You know, some parents are not going to allow it. A lot of these, a lot of these players are still under their parents' thumb. They still live with their parents. Culturally, you don't move out until you're married. And so if you're not married yet, you're going to still live at home and still live live under mom and dad's you know, tutelage and rules, and so you have to listen to what they say. You have to get permission. They have to get permission from a lot of these people. And some can do it, some can't. You know, you, so you, they narrow it down to 24, and they hold a training camp. And this is where they really grow together. And this is where they, you know, they, they find out that they need to raise money. They need to raise $100,000. And this is a lot of money. I mean, it's not something you can just do, because... It's $100,000 because, one, you got to go from India to London. That's where they're going to hold the championships that year. And that's, that's, that's a trip. It's going to cost a lot of money for plane tickets, hotels, uniforms, all this stuff. It adds up, especially if you have 24 players and roughly five or six coaches and assistants, managers, chaperones, things like that. So you got about 30 people it's going to add up quick. And so it does add up quick. So when you think about 30 people going on a trip for multiple days, yeah, that's going to add up and you're going to have to you know, raise money. And I like to, I think about this and I think of it like cool runnings when they're trying to build up money, you know, you, you have them doing different things to try to get money. And we'll, we'll have that in the movie, but it'll, it'll be very different because, you know, that movie's made in the 90s and this they actually make most of their money from online stuff. So we're going to have them do, you know, like online videos and do viral things to kind of raise awareness of what they're doing. You know, do frisbee tricks or crazy things like that on the sidewalk, juggling frisbees, whatever they need to do, the different things they can do to raise money. And that's what we're going to have them do in this, even though, yes, it was made mostly from you know, a Kickstarter-like campaign, and they had some sponsors, but really, we're going to make it a fun, enjoyable montage as well on top of that. So they're going they're going through this process, and, like, they hold their training camp just a few months before the actual competition. And that's when the you get these extra added things that happen. Nine days before the competition, nine days before they're supposed to leave before the world championships, they get noticed that their visas have been refused. If you can't leave the country, can't go to where it is, what's the point of this? This is, this is devastating. I mean, they've gone through training camp, they've gone through planning, fundraising, all this stuff, and now they can't even go. 
So they contact the UK embassy, they contact the Indi India embassy. Japan actually gets involved because they're they're very versed in this and they've had issues with this in the past and they've go actually gone through all this previously. They're a little bit more organized because they've done this before. So they're getting a lot of help and even though they're <laughs> the people there are assuring them like we'll get this done we can do this we can do this it's a lot of paperwork to fill out you know we can have a great montage of paperwork you know filling out paperwork yeah so much fun doing paperwork <laughs> that fun thing everyone loves in movies paperwork right we can make it fun we can make it fun so they're doing all this paperwork they're doing all this stuff like behind the scenes but they still have to like be get ready you know they're telling them be ready. We're going to we're going to plan to leave on this day. We may have the passports. We may have the visas at that point. We may not. I don't know. <laughs> but we're going to plan. We're going to get everything ready. We're going to the championships. We're going to have in our minds that we are going. That's what Dan Rule is telling everybody from the team. This is what we're doing. We're almost there. We're almost set. We'll be great. And they, they reach their goal. They reach 100000 So they reach their goal. They're fine. They're going to be able to afford the trip. They have no issues with that. They hold a cleat drive because they don't even have cleats. This is part of their fundraising. They have to have a cleat drive. So everyone is not wearing the same cleats. It's all, you know, random cleats, you know, you know, from different colors, different companies, different sizes. They just have to get all the cleats they have. And luckily, ultimate Frisbee cleats are very similar to soccer cleats. And soccer is a very popular sport in India, so people in the in the country have cleats. So they got donated many, many cleats, and yeah, most of them are used. But you know, it's exciting. You can see this excitement on the players when they come to pick out their cleats because most of them play in bare feet. They don't get a chance to actually have their own pair of cleats, and this is very exciting for them to have this new pair of cleats to them, and you know. It appreciates like how humble they are, how humble they're going through this. And then they go through kind of a, they're ready now. They're still trying to fill out the paperwork, get approved. And they, they get to the point where they're getting a cultural thing. Thank you for listening to the Sports Film Pitch. If you like the show, share it with a friend. And the more we grow, the more great stories we can bring you. If you know a great sports story that hasn't been made into a movie or hasn't got its just dues, you can let us know at the Sports Film Pitch on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or on sportsfilmpitch.com. Please subscribe to wherever you listen to. You can go to the website and find where all the apps we are. And if we're not on your app, let us know. We're a believer in giving back, and we're going to donate a portion of any money we generate from this podcast to a sports charity. If you have a sports charity that you are involved in and you love to be a part of, let us know. Right now, we're going to be donating to the Special Olympics, which is an organization I have been a part of basically my entire life, and I love to be a part of, and I love their mission. So again, let us know. Talk to us. We want to be involved. We want you to help. If there's a casting you like, if there is a story out there, if there's a charity out there, let us know everything. And thank you for listening. And we'll see you again on the next episode.
episodes.